because I don't do that. Thank you. I'm here to do comedy. A lot of comics can't really do comedy if they don't have a microphone. They like to have a phallic object in their hand, but I just use I just use my talking being talked over by men voice. Me and my boyfriend quit drinking together. And now I just drink alone. So if anyone wants to go to front game with me after this. That's an old joke, actually. I I, uh, I don't have a boyfriend. We had a breakup. Um, he had this weird fetish, and I don't want to kink shame or anything. But he had this weird thing for... Um, Fucking other people. <laughs> it didn't really work out. Should be more open-minded. Since then, I started to, to develop a crush on one of my coworkers. Has that ever happened to one of you? Uh, I know things were getting really hot and heavy with me and this guy I work with, and I had to say, you know, this is wrong. This is bad. I pulled him aside. I'm like, we work for the same company. We're gonna have to keep things professional. So the next time I blow you, you're gonna have to pay me for it. Because yeah. we have a business to run. And there's a career out there for me. I think that we should legalize prostitution here in America. I think it's a real feminist move, you know? I'll tell you why, I was walking down the street and some nice gentleman offered me $116 to blow him. And I was thinking, 116? Like, that's specific. <laughs> that's oddly specific. <laughs> like, that must have been all the money he had. <laughs> and that is not how bargaining works. <laughs> you don't start with the most money you have. <laughs> you start somewhere in the middle, and I try to work the price up, and he tries to work my way. I don't know how it works, actually. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. I am not that kind of girl. So I robbed him. <laughs> And if prostitution was legal, he would have never been in such a risky, vulnerable situation. It's a hard life for men, you know? I don't like that we tell men not to cry. I don't like that we tell little boys not to cry. I think everybody should be able to experience the full range of human emotions. And that's why I want to combat this by making as many men cry as I can. <laughs> Get in relationships, you know, cheat on them. They can let it out while they key my car. Cry, it's good for you. <laughs> I can start while they're young too. I like see an eight-year-old on the playground. You're the reason your mother never made it through med school. And that goes over their heads. I'll just like kick them or something. I don't know. Make men cry. Yes. I used to date a bunch of losers to try to disappoint my parents, but then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents, and I don't need a man to help me with that. 
honest. I'm free bleeding right now. Yeah. Not because I'm a feminist, I just need a tampon. So if anyone can help me with that, that'd be cool. I got one. Oh. Yeah, I bet you do. I get really intimidated when I have to turn guys down for dates as a woman, you know, like especially turn down a white guy because I don't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it puts a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> I had to turn a guy down the other day that wanted a date. I don't want to sound prejudiced because he wasn't white, you know, but he told me he was training to become a cop. And I just can't date somebody like that, you know? Like, my parents never raised me to be a cop lover. <laughs> I can't bring a snitch home to Thanksgiving, you know? It's awkward. And he, I like NWA just as much as the next white lady <laughs> on the stage at G-Funk. But I'm tired of people telling me to fuck the police. <laughs> because that's how you make more police. <laughs> Nerdy guys, but it's hard because I'm an extrovert with tits, and that's like nerd kryptonite. Man. <laughs> I can't get them to look at me or talk to me. When they do talk to me, it's online and they say really cute things. <laughs> like, hey, you spelled misogyny wrong, you dumb bitch. Like, oh, I'll be so my heart. <laughs> he talked to me. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> I, I'm from the Midwest. Midwest. Okay, cool. <laughs> Actually, I'm from Ohio. If you look at a map, there's nothing west about it, but nobody believes me when I tell them that I'm Middle Eastern. <laughs> I, I grew up with lesbian parents in Ohio. Anyone else? <laughs> I'm just trying to be relatable. Yeah! <laughs> She's trying to relate. I love it. <laughs> when I was growing up, people would ask so many questions, like, two moms, that's weird, was it rough? Are you gonna turn gay or something? I'm like, I don't think that's how it works, Mrs. Brigsby, and I'm eight years old, so. <laughs> Can I sit down now? <laughs> and then I moved to San Francisco. It's a different concern. People are like, Oh, the Midwest? That's weird. Was it rough? And I'm like, yeah, it was weird. We didn't have an ocean. We just had a lake you could set on fire. <laughs> and as for 20, turning queer, I don't know. How many licks does it take? How many licks does it take when your college experience turns gay? Does anyone know? It's okay. I'm really comfortable with my sexuality, actually, because every girl I've ever gone down on has been straight. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle a little bit with body image like a lot of people do like I constantly get mistaken for being pregnant even though I'm not does that happen to you <laughs> but it's 2022 and we're into body positivity or some shit right yeah so instead of like dieting or exercise I'm just gonna use it to my advantage you know like when they call for pregnant nursing women and children first I'm there <laughs> I like to stand on the on the trail and just be like, oh, my bags are so heavy. <laughs> I was looking at a, a 
a video of myself on stage, I didn't want to look at it. If I didn't want to look at it, I didn't want to see it. If I didn't want to see it, why do I do this? Why do I even get on stage? Why do I even tell jokes? My roommate's like, hey, relax. You know, you going on and on about how bad you look is just as vain as if you're going on and on about how good you look. And I'm like, damn, now I'm ugly and vain? <laughs> like, what are these standards? <laughs> Ladies, it doesn't matter what you think you look like. It doesn't matter, right? You could think that you're too fat or too thin or too tall or have a speech impediment or some bug teeth, a peg leg. Ladies, even if you have a dick, you will still get groped on the street. Doesn't that make you feel pretty? <laughs> Thanks, everybody.
sang her lullaby It was enough to make me cry She played a one minute song Stayed with me all night long He played his baritone I stopped feeling so alone His manic serenade Into my bones it bathed Played a tune in open D It was enough to mesmerize me He spat a holy channeled rhyme Weaving his heart into mine He sat right next to me To exchange our energy She braided up my hair Said church is here if anywhere Oh, worship has begun This is my congregation The Ching said to me, reunite your family. Picked up the phone right there, mother, I truly care. We hung up so we could cry, another icicle just died. So I sing this song to you, a bright white light that came from blue. Open up your life, come gather round this open mind. Passarinho de bica amarela 
na soleira da janela para mim e diz Roku. Não tem vigor no dominoco. Seria o give you the translation. I wake in the morning by Robert Louis Stevenson. A bird with a yellow beak came to me in the early morning sunshine and sat on my windowsill and said, Aren't you ashamed of yourself, sleepyhead? <laughs> Why do you wave your tethers? Why? Because people are just dying to get in. There were two people who went into a restaurant in order to drink, and uh, one of the people only got one drink and ate drank it very slowly. The other person got a ton of drinks and drank them very fast. And the next day, the person who had drank in the one drink uh, died. And the other person was still alive. Uh, why didn't they both die? They drank it too much. The poison was in the ice. Yes. Look to your left. Who do you see? Look to your right. Who do you see? You. <laughs> well, it's all God in drag. Might as well be. Oh. We love you on three. One, two, three. We win! What is your love strategy? And we're, we're actually saying in every moment. In every moment. Peanut, peanut butter, and jelly. Yeah. Peanut, peanut butter, and jelly. The time has come, the walrus said it, to re-examine where we're headed. To cap the cost and look at the range, for we are now in a time of change. So are we talking about the formation of Space Camp? Is that what we're doing? What is Space Camp? That was the spirit right there. Uh, up next, we have a little change of pace from the secrets of the universe. Oh, yeah, that was, that was playing a cajon in there. Oh, boy. Opa! Papa! Oh! Yar, here she be. Are you waiting? Uh, never going to see your friends again.
that there are universal forces focused directly at me and my point of attraction and it is my sincere desire that my inner being meet me at my level like whatever name you like to call it and uh, you say I know you're always with me loving me, guiding me, protecting me inspiring me, having fun with me motivating me and just loving me and um, I don't know, and then you find things to appreciate you can go through the alphabet and say words that feel good, like appreciation, beauty, charm, delight, ease, flow, grace, harmony, intelligence, joy, kindness, love, magic, niceness, open, pleasant, quaint, <laughs> radiant, satisfying, unique, vibrant, wonderful, exquisite, youthful, and zealous.
Sing to you who 
enough until she told me her real name was Grief. I braced myself for a beating, but soon she had me falling weak to my knees. I entered the room hoping to smite her, send her away with a kick and a shove, but when I touched her quivering shoulder, I sensed a kindred spirit who, like myself, merely longed for love.
What advice, if any, might you offer to first-time or long-time gatherers? Listen closely. Um, well, always sit on the main trail. Never wash your hands. Um, share pipes with everybody. Um, like, use soap in the streams. Trade circle is where everything is happening. Nothing else at the gathering matters except for trade circle. Um, and the last piece of advice I'd say is be prepared to get sucked in for the rest of your life. Don't come. Stay home. Binge watch some series. Eat popcorn. Let your imagination get shut down. Arrive and remain naked and alone and without water. If you don't wear if you don't wear tie-dyes, they're probably going to throw poop at you. Don't ever bring a flashlight. Um just just before you come to the gathering, just make sure you know all the lyrics to all the songs and make sure you can sing them in key because that's really important. So we can all be harmonized as one and hopefully bring Michael back from the grave. Don't feed the Kraken, avoid the white holes, wipe clean so you don't get a case of the ass, and try to be just like everyone else at all times so you're not offending anyone. Definitely shit on main trail. When you come to the gathering, put all your stuff on a rock and dance around it. It's not important anymore. Just go away from it. You're arrived. Welcome home. Keep your head in the sand. <laughs>
If you just bring a hammock, it'll be fine. Bring a skateboard. Nothing looks cooler than carrying around a mode of transportation that you'll never be able to use. Um, well, since I know you didn't come on purpose, just enjoy the free food and don't give anything back because you're never going to see these people again anyway. Bring as many small hole punch plastic dots as you possibly can. Metallics, flat colors. We do mosaics that we paste on the trees that last for millennial. There is a wrong way to do shakshuka. Really, when you make shakshuka, it has to be a special combination of tomatoes Welcome, fellow wizard. And, and bell peppers. Can you guys right? do the dance? The With, dance without the in? eggs in the, the middle, shakshuka is not a quite it's, real it's a thing. Uh, it's a Sephardi dish, right? And and even though most of us are Ashkenazi, we try to pull it off. Um, out of like you know, love for our cultural, you know, our cultural diversity among Jews. Um, you know, walk walk lightly, because the flowers are everywhere. So tread lightly. Uh, well, I wish I knew this right off the bat when I first came, but uh, it would be to shit right where under the sign where it says shitter. And that's it.
Now, this is a really interesting thing that's going to happen next. I don't even really know what it is. But I know the instigator, and the instigator has actually instigated with one other gentleman the very, very beginning of this whole rainbow gap. I was hanging out with his father and his mother, they're theater people, and we were doing outrageous um, theater. They did it all over the world. I was only like 16 years old or something. That's even before Woodstock. These people started their trip in 1947, 49, and they were called uh, the Living Theater. So the son of the Living Theater is our brother who's like one of the initiators of this whole thing. Please give it up for Garrick Bear! Long ago, in time, a new spirit into the world should look for it like raindrops. Of springtime to a thirsty land dying people let it grow this light your vision seek for you will be told. You will be how it will be something so big, something. Peoples, the peoples of the world shelter in that day all the little circles all circles in that day the little circles will come under the big, the big, under, in that day, of unity, and understanding, in that day, all, the little, circles, will come, under, the big, circle of unity, and, and understanding, the rainbow, of that, which is in all things, and in the all things of the union of the union 
union of all peoples. Like one family. The vision. Let it grow.
Some say Tiny Cam started Rainbow, while others disagree and share their own version of events. Whose origin story do you believe and share with others? Thanks for listening to the B-side of Totally High, Holy Rainbow-Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation, Part 9. My name is Dot The Way, Dot The Way. For a playlist of this episode, check out muddybootsradio.org. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And also on the website, be sure to check out a big, huge compost pit of previous episodes which spans the map of sound, digging deep into the wonderful and weird world of recorded music. Until next time, fare thee well, travelers. See you in five minutes. We love you. Thank you.